All right, this is Soul and Droids Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Marley. <laughs> I'm Zoner. <laughs> and we have with us Lindsay. Yay! What's up? Yay! Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy you guys asked me to be part of it. Yeah. yeah, all we had to do to get Lindsay on the show was get rid of Colin and Z- and and Zach. Zach. <laughs> That's like totally worth the trade. I would trade that every week. Yeah. That's where those yeah. blockbuster deals that you see go down in sports where they're like, "Oh man, why didn't this get done sooner?" <laughs> That's right. Now we're a championship caliber team. We are. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me. I just can't stand either of them. Just kidding. I love <laughs> that's that's fair um, oh my goodness and yeah, the great thing about being sweet in this context is like we're sweet to you Lindsay, and that's great but at the same time we're being real jerks to colin and zach <laughs> which they deserve right now so it's fine because they're not here to defend themselves and no. if they, that's right if they they're, were here to defend themselves then yeah we would even be trash talking yeah yeah that's right oh hi kitty Although I will say it is more fun to trash talk someone to their face. That's true. Nope. Yeah. I'm just trying to lay down on my keyboard. <laughs> what is going on? My cat and we have wants a special guest. Here's a, a cat, cat. for us. <laughs> That's Perfect. Why I have dogs. Every every podcast, every YouTube show needs a cat butt in the screen. So that's perfect. You're welcome. Perfect. I can help with that. Lindsay can help with that. We've got cats. We're good. All we need this episode is Zach saying, I saw a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go back and listen to that episode, Lindsay, or at least like that first part. It was that it sounds was, hysterical. Uh, it was really great. Every every time that a certain old holiday special gets brought up. I think to myself, I'm never going to get let this get brought up with Zoner and Colin again. And it happens over and over again. And it's always bad. So <laughs> you should listen to our Mandalorian episode. It was last week. Uh, either listen or watch it on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, if you are watching this on YouTube, this is a great time to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to our channel, like this video, and then go ahead and hit the notifications so you know when we've got new content up and available. <laughs> it's all down below. Like, not you got to go lower than Zoner though. So yeah, Lindsay's pointing to the right spot. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> but um, and and today, and this is good, a good one. If you're listening to it on the podcast, it's still going to be a lot of fun. But we're going to try to bring up some visuals to go along with some of the things that we're talking about on the show yes. today. We're going to try this. So if it looks like I'm not paying attention to you guys, uh, unlike other weeks when I wasn't paying attention to you guys, it is because I'm trying to look something up so we can put it up on the screen. So don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Okay. Um, but but this is... So as we were getting ready for the Mandalorian episode, we were watching the trailer for the Mandalorian, and there's a line in there where he says, wherever I go, he goes. But he says it in like the Mandalorian voice. So it's like, wherever I go... He goes, and Solid and it's really good. Thank you. And it for me, it reminded me of an old toy that I remember from the eighties called My Buddy, and it's just because that's one line in the commercial. And I brought that up, and Marley was like a big fan of My Buddy, or not? Because she'd never heard of it before. I didn't know who it was, so yeah, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Because I'm of that demographic. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. take a stab at this. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, nice. My buddy is what Chucky was based off of, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, and, and that's, and that got us talking about creepy toys. So I thought it would be fun today if we went ahead and kind of shared the commercial that kind of started this whole conversation for us. So let me see if I can pull this up here. Can you guys hear? Uh, my neighbor's doing renovations, so I'm so sorry if you can hear anything. <laughs> I don't. I can't. Now okay. I'll be listening for it. All right. We'll listen for the renovations while we're listening to the My Buddy commercial. Here we go. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. buddy from play school all, all right. right so that's that's my buddy all right um i sent that link to marley and she immediately responded and said it was super super creepy i don't know what's creepy about my buddy why do you guys think that he's creepy seriously um, yes did you not watch that commercial <laughs> i watched it it's a cute little doll for boys it's fine my buddy well we've also buddy. Got kid sister he's gonna kill that. you in your sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't forget about kid sister though because the girls were being left out of the murderous nightmares yeah so this is Kid's sister is awesome to me, and the reason why is because my buddy was clearly a way for toy makers to say, let's get boys buying dolls. Because boys, like, growing up in the 80s and 90s, and I think it's gotten a little bit better, it's still there, but toys were very gender-specific. You had, these toys were for boys, and these toys were for girls. And then they always tried to find a way to, like, make the other gender appropriate toys so like you had like an easy bake oven for girls but then you had creepy crawlers for boys and things like that so with my buddy it was like hey let's find a doll that we could sell to boys and it was successful so they said now we need a doll to sell to girls and that was kid sister which was basically my buddy but with pigtails yeah so which was funny because my buddy was was anyway it's weird but well i would dare say though that cabbage patch kids tried to fill that niche before yeah. Cabbage Patch Kids were, like, extremely popular. Like, oh, hugely popular. Dude, that's putting it mildly. People would, like, kill each other in the streets over a Cabbage yeah. Patch Kid. <laughs> yeah. It was a big deal. Like... Well, why Why was it even... Why would you call the one for boys my buddy and the one for girls kid sister? Like, I feel like that's kind of... I mean, I know that was that time, but, like, nowadays, yeah. I feel like that wouldn't fly. Like, why not just no. have the doll be called, both dolls be called my buddy, and you could have a boy doll or a girl doll if you want. Listen, it doesn't matter. Th this, was, <laughs> this was early to mid-80s. We weren't worried about things like gender equality. All right? That wasn't a big deal. <laughs> you know? It's yeah, so funny. Although that's, that's totally not, that's not totally true. There were plenty of toys, I think, in the 80s. Like, you had He-Man, which was clearly for boys because his name was he Man, like you can't get mm -hmm. more gender specific than that. And then you had the follow up, which was She Ra, which was geared toward girls. And again, 
as gender specific as possible. She, but but they were the same. It was just one was for boys, one was for girls. So they, there was a little bit of trying to be gender equal, but I don't know. I don't know, Marley, why you can't have why a girl can't have a girl, my buddy, or a boy, my buddy. Really, honestly. Or why can't a boy have a kid sister? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because oh, boys at that time didn't want kid sisters. They're the worst. Um, <laughs> they really are. So. I, I I watched the commercial, and I don't know that I think that the commercial itself is that creepy, but the toy definitely was. And like you mentioned, Linz, this was the inspiration for Chucky on Child's Play. And I don't know that when they made this that it was intended to be creepy, obviously. And that's what we want to talk about today is these toys that have been made that the intention wasn't that they were going to be creepy. Like, there are some toys out there where they're, like, really trying to make them gross or creepy or scary-looking but these toys weren't supposed to be that, but they ended up being super, super creepy in the end. And when we kind of floated this idea out there, Marley, you had one that you thought of right off the bat. Furbies. Furbies. Yep. Iconic, <laughs> creepy toy. Well, and, and speaking of like movies that like kind of go along with those toys, um, I mean, I, I think... I think the movie came before the toy, which is actually kind of interesting because why would they make a toy after this movie had been out? And the movie I'm talking about is Gremlins. Right. Like a yeah. lot of people compare the two. It's like, you know, they you would joke a lot about like, oh yeah, we can't, um, you know, don't, don't feed your Furby after midnight or don't give it water, don't get it wet or whatever, you know, like there was jokes about that too, but I mean, as a kid, like, the Furby still was just really cute, and I think that people just didn't really care about Gremlins. I don't know. I st- I, st- I watched Gremlins, and I still had a Furby, so... Well, see, <laughs> Gremlins came out in 84. The Furby came out in 98. So there was quite the gap there between mm. the two. Oh, ah, gosh. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> and we don't have the audio going for this one. Those are straight up terrifying. Yeah. And it does look like a ripoff Gremlin. Yeah. It does. It does nothing. look like Gizmo before you get him wet, feed him after midnight. When, but like oh, this. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Lynn. When a Furby's battery started dying, that's when like it got really menacing. Like, really, really, really menacing. Did you ever have one, Linz? No, my mom wouldn't let us get one. <laughs> she was creeped out by them, and we're like, but they're cute. And then so I grew up a little bit, and I'm like, oh, mom, good call. <laughs> yeah, i trying to remember which of my siblings had one, because I do remember when they got super, super popular. Like you mentioned, Zonner, it was 98, so I was... I was in high school at that point. I was a little past the buying a Furby age. Um, but like, I do remember we had one and they were just really, really weird. Cause it feels like, didn't they like learn and like mimic you? Or I, I don't remember. Like there was something really like AI about them. That was kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You could, you could like teach them stuff kind of based on like, cause they had like different like sensors and, um, um, like different things, like if you like scratch their ears, like or like tickle their tummy, or you can like put your finger in their mouth and like their tongue is like a little button, and it would like be like, oh, it's you're feeding me, and so it would like, like I said, it kind of had like those sensors, and then um, I think is like the more you like played with it, because I remember because I had a Furby, I remember mm-hmm. there was like came with like a piece of paper 
that had like, oh, you can do all these different things. And then if the Furby responds in this way, then that means it's doing it's response, you know, it, it's, it's in this type of mood or like you can teach it like different things. Yeah. My favorite part of what you just said was when you put your finger in its mouth, you're feeding it like little shop of horrors feeding it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's fine. Like, you put your finger, oh, yummy. I'm going to eat your finger. Like that's totally not scary or creepy at all. The the nice thing is it probably didn't actually break your finger though. Cause there, there have been toys in the past that you would like, feed it it was like a doll that would like eat your food or whatever and if you and they had to take it off the shelves because kids would put their fingers in there and it wouldn't stop like it would bite through your finger and like i don't know not like bite your finger off but it would hurt kids and so they were like yeah let's take that one off the shelf but i don't think that happened with furby i don't remember hearing that about about furby i mean it, it's mouth didn't open very much it was kind of like it's kind of like a little beak it just kind of opened just enough and like you just kind of stick your finger and like press its tongue. And so then it would be like, oh, you know, like hungry or I don't know. It doesn't really say words. It doesn't, it doesn't really sounds. say words. It, it makes weird sounds. Okay, yeah. let me, let me tell, can I tell you guys my story about my yes, baby? Yes, I want to, I've, I've been yes. waiting since last week to hear this story. I know, I teased it last time. So, okay. Okay, let's set the stage a little bit here. So I was about eight or nine years old and I, um, in my bedroom, I had like one of those tall wardrobes, um, and it had a cupboard that opened up with like shelves inside. Okay. So it was a Mm -hmm. cupboard. It would close. Yeah. So I distinctly remember every time I would go to bed, I would make sure that the physical button on the bottom of the Furby was turned off because it's like, it's bedtime. I want to save battery, blah, blah, blah. You know? kid logic, you know, it's like, it's, it's sleepy time, you know, bedtime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would make sure it was all turned off and like its eyes would even close too. And I had it on my shelf and I would close the cupboard and go to bed. Well, one night it, I was woken up in the middle of the night and I first didn't really know why I had woken up. And then that's when I heard it. <laughs> I immediately I immediately got out of bed and I opened up my cupboard <laughs> and my Furby had its eyes open and it was going and it's because as soon as I like just there like was like motion <laughs> just like like with the motion because it also I think it has motion uh-huh. sensors. Yeah. Yeah. And it like and and so it had its eyes opened and it like it did that sound again that ah, you know, like it was happy to like see me and I immediately like I checked it. And I'm like, I swear I turned this thing off. And so I immediately turned it off. And I remember I like physically turned the Furby around. So it was like facing inside the cupboard and I shut the cupboard and I went to bed and I don't know. I don't know. You guys said, don't turn me around. (laughs) (laughs) It was freaky. And I don't know if I really played with my Furby much after that, because it, it kind of scarred me a little bit. (laughs) So. What's funny is, as I was trying to get stuff ready for our show today, um, and we talked about Furbies, and so I, that was like a common thing that would happen. People would turn the Furby off, and it would turn back on. Like, that's weird Ooh! and scary. Oh, really? Yes! If that if that happened to me, that Furby would not have just been turned around and be in the garbage. No, <gasps> no I'd probably put it in my little sister's fire. room at that point. Burn it, be in a burn fire. fire. <laughs> but it does yeah. remind me of... Of Toy Story, 
when uh, the original Toy Story, when Sid's, when they're messing with Sid and like Woody's head turns around and like we're always watching or whatever. Like, yeah, in the 90s, that was a real thing, a real fear for kids because our toys were starting to come to life a lot more. Um, um, in the 90s? Well, in the 80s. Still, so, so here's still. here's the thing. Um, we had a precursor in the 80s to, to the Furby uh, and it was also kind of creepy. Let me show you guys this fun toy that we had that was supposed to be cute. And I remember having this one, um, but this is Teddy Ruxpin. Have you guys ever heard of Teddy oh. Ruxpin? They joke about it a uh, lot on 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know this one. So is this the one that gets like an angry face? No. Oh, that's not that one. No. I mean, it, it was Teddy basically... Ruxpin would read stories to you you'd put a cassette just a in teddy bear butt. that would talk and tell you stories yeah <laughs> the kids they're like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> they're mesmerized <laughs> you, you put a cassette tape for those of you who are too young to recall cassette tapes they were precursors to cds mm -hmm. uh, which is a precursor to the digital download uh, but you stick the cassette in his butt and then turn it was around. not in his butt it was in his back <laughs> same thing no it's not, it was like up on his back the thing that the, then he would talk and make facial expressions and i mean it, facial expressions is being very generous he it, his eyes would blink and his mouth would move and that was kind of all he would do but like what it got really creepy was when his batteries were starting to die. And that seems to be the thing with any electronic toy because the cassette player would still go. It would just go a lot slower. And with cassette tapes, when they start going really slow, it kind of drags out the sound and it distorts it. And it's weird. And then it would get kind of creepy. Um, but that was kind of our precursor. And, and it seemed like that was kind of, you know, where people wanted to go was these interactive animatronic, Toys. I blame Disney personally. Walt Disney's probably responsible Disney for our obsession. Show. Yeah. I mean, you look at audio animatronics and Disneyland parks, and like, especially with It's a Small World. It's a Small World is a fun ride for little kids, but it is really kind of creepy. All these dolls yeah, dancing and sure. singing. I don't like, I hate that ride. And I hate it so much. Any birthday party from the 80s, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Or Stupid's Pizza. Yeah. And the, the animatronics that would sit there, and it's Five Nights at Freddy's, man, is what it is. <laughs> it really is. That's where the, the stuff of nightmares. The game is based on Showbiz Pizza slash Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, that's the yeah. same concept. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Showbiz Pizza, depending on where you were in the country, Chuck E. Cheese, if you were in the other parts of the country, it was the same thing. Yeah. Terrifying. And my 10th birthday was at a Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. And well, every kid wanted. Just, every kid wanted to go there for the birthday. because we didn't realize how absolutely terrifying it was. Yeah. Well, it's like we were too dumb to know. It's like the animatronics at Disneyland, but cheaper, and so like they yeah. they would move very differently, and I don't know, and they were like just on stage in front of you, so it wasn't like. You're in a ride vehicle where you feel like they're distanced and they're safe. They were like right in front of you on stage and like they could come off the stage at any moment. And then they'd come out in costume and the costumes were terrifying. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was 
it was like Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> budget version. Yes. It was like Walmart Country Bear Jamboree. That's oh my God. That's pretty intimidating. Yeah, it, it was it was bad. There, you know, we haven't mentioned though the original creepy toy. Really anything from the Victorian era. But porcelain dolls. That's the mother load. That yeah. really is. I mean, think about how many haunted dolls there are. They're all porcelain. Mm-hmm. My grandmother would actually make porcelain dolls. Like she, she'd get the porcelain head, and she had a, a room in her house that was all full of these dolls that would stare at you with their dead eyes. And or it was no the- eyes. No eyes. Like, there would be no eyes in the doll head and just, like, a table full of limbs. Yes. <laughs> that was the guest bedroom. Plus, you're in my There's like 150 dolls. I put up my doll collection. Staring at you, causing you to like see the bed with a fright. Because you didn't want to get up in the middle of the night. Because you don't know. looks like my mother. What's going to happen? I know. Seinfeld. Such so, a good episode. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever I think of creepy dolls, <laughs> like this is this is what I think of because this episode of Seinfeld is fantastic uh, for that reason. Um, yeah, it, it really nails it. It really nails it. But it's funny because I've got cousins who to this day will joke about the terrifying dolls at. On grandma's house. Yeah, I mean, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. my it, it scared us all. It really did. My, I mean, I had I had American Girl dolls. They weren't porcelain, um, but like I, so I had a doll, and my sister had a doll. And once we like, because um, we shared a room for a while, and then we got our own rooms that we got when we got older. And like, we still had our dolls. Like, we didn't really play with them, but they were just on display. But like at night, my sister, she's like my doll is going to be in your room. Like she oh. didn't want, she didn't want her doll in her room at night because she's like, she was so freaked out by it. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take it, you know, but yeah, she hated it. <laughs> you know, I think we've got Elf in the Shelf for Christmas. For October, we should do like Doll in the Hall and get some creepy haunted doll. Just move it from our children's rooms all over the place. Do, do you want to scar them for life? That is terrifying, Zanzan. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> in their bed one night. They wake up all over the morning and they're just all staring at them. No. No, no, no. It's all in the hall. Teenagers, but not, not little kids. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what we need to do is just stick porcelain dolls and move them. Don't let the kids know that you're the one that moves them. Treat it like Elf on the Shelf. Oh my gosh. I think well, this is a really good idea. You should do this to your kids and report back and you'll tell us all about it. And then I, I we'll need- do like... I don't know, therapy in the therapy or something. Therapy <laughs> in the therapy? <laughs> I don't know, something like that where it's just like, okay, now we have to recover from doll in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> doll in the hall. 
Like that's where we spend talking about our children. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Your poor kids. Well, speaking of dolls, troll dolls. Okay. Those those are ones that have been around since like the dawn of man, it seems. Because my mom used to play with those as a kid. Yeah. They're creepy because they got the beady eyes. They've got belly buttons. Completely nude, but yet they have no nipples or genitals, but belly button. Yeah, I and, and big hair, big hair. Yeah. And then to make things even creepier, they came out with like a battery-operated one in the nineties. And so you could be chased by your nightmare, your nippleless nightmare. Nippleless nightmare. <laughs> so the the whole the whole nipple and no genital thing but having a belly button i don't think is that weird i think a lot of dolls are actually like that yeah but they're not naked they're not like advertising the fact look i have a belly button yeah i i I guess look i have a belly button that's not i don't think that was the intention of the trolls not being clothed look i've got a belly button like that's not what they were advertising on her i don't think that was the well, you went in the marketing meetings. You don't know. I don't, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> um, I, I remember Troll Dolls. They were huge. I mean, obviously, I remember them. Before, they were a movie called Trolls that my kids love, and they're fun and, and whatever. But, like, everybody had Troll Dolls. They were, like, this weird obsession in the 90s where everybody had them. And that you had different costumes. You had different colored hair. You had some that had little gemstones on them. There it was just a weird time and they were so popular. I Yeah, they've kind of gone up and down in popularity over the decades. Because um, I remember in the 80s that they were starting to get popular again and then they kind of disappear. And I think they, they traumatized the children and so they kind of scale back and then you get more kids out there that you can market to. And so then, you know, you push the marketing up and troll dolls see a resurgence. And then the nightmares start to become overwhelming. And so they pull them back. Well, I think that troll doll marketing goes. Listen, if we're <laughs> going to talk about troll dolls being kind of creepy and kind of scary, we've got to talk about this from the 90s, 1992. They decided to up their game a little bit with troll dolls. and. Someone somewhere came up with these. Oh my gosh! Look at those faces. Well, wait, though. The tea party. Uh, That's not even the. Look at these guys. Oh. Battle trolls. Battle trolls. Like, listen, little boys aren't buying enough trolls. We need battle trolls. Look at these guys. This is just awesome. Oh my God. See, those aren't as creepy as all the little troll dolls that were in the beginning of that commercial. Sure, look at that one. Uh, I mean, I mean that guy's kind of creepy. That's intended to be, though. I think. Whereas you've got all the little troll dolls sitting in the girls' room around the table having tea. Oh that's nightmare fuel, is what that is. That's true. <laughs> but now, but now they're cute and musical, and everybody loves them, so it's fine. Yeah, oh, for sure. Anna Kendrick's now a troll. So is Justin Timberlake. It's all yay. They're beloved. 
and they can sing and sing well. And, and by that we mean she's a troll in the movie and not in the internet sense. An internet troll. She's not like an internet troll. As far as I know, I don't think she spends her time she trolling. Could be. I mean, <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? She's on like her own Reddits. Like she does have a pretty strong internet game. <laughs> she does. Oh, jeez. Um, what about the Jolly Chimp? You mentioned Toy Story earlier. Toy I did Story mention Toy Story. Four? That's true. Was it Toy Story 3 or 4? No, Toy Story 3, where they're at Sunnyside Daycare. Yeah. You got the chimp with the symbols. Yep. And that was a perfect casting for that particular toy, because that thing is frightening. I want to see a picture of this. I don't really know if I know what you're talking about. Oh, if you see it, you'll know. It's the chimp oh, with the symbols that goes. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, hold on, I got it. I'm in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah. I think this toy has been around like a long time. Yeah, yeah this is like it's like circus. <laughs> yeah. Here, here we go. Oh. This is our jolly chimp. Oh. Look at those eyes. Yes, those eyes are staring into your soul. <laughs> Now, and then it has like this mouth that's just kind of a stretched whoa. out line. Why are we looking at his butt? <laughs> well, just to, so you can see how he moves or whatever. Now, this video is going to get really creepy here in a second. <laughs> Let's see if we can get it because this guy is stripping the monkey of everything. More or less terrifying now. Why is his face red? I, I I don't know. There's no reason for his face to need to be red. Is flesh? No, because, like, when you look at him before you take everything off, his flesh is just normal monkey-colored. Monkey-colored? <laughs> I don't know. kind of pale, like... Oh, my yeah, gosh. Oh, Let's God. see it again. Let's see it again. You want to see the... Okay. All right. <sighs> That is not right. Why? Ah! You know, I've noticed, though, you take these vintage toys apart, you, like, strip them down to the gears and their, their skeleton, so to speak. They're frightening. Yeah. They they oh, are. Yeah. I think Demon, I saw something. Automatons kind of yeah, with a, with a Furby stripped down. And oh, it no. was, oh, not I'm not looking that up, just so you guys no. know. I'm not. You should look at the Furby being like in a hydraulic press. It's pretty upsetting. <laughs> Wait, is that out there? All right. Oh, that's out there. Yeah. Is it screaming? <laughs> it might as well be. Like, and it's just sitting there laughing as it gets crushed. And like, oh gosh. All right. Let's see. Oh, I got to get through a commercial first. Jake's venturing into the weird parts of the internet. <laughs> well, and we're going to talk about that in a second because oh. <laughs> Zoner brought something up that brought us into something weird. Um, oh, surprise, surprise. I know. <laughs> All right, so this is on the Hydraulic Press channel. I will put the links to this video um, on YouTube as well as the video with the Jolly Chimp uh, that we watched where they stripped <laughs> the fur in the description of this video that we're doing right now. But let's go ahead and take a look at um, this here. So, all right, where do we get to the Furby? This 
This video is like 11 minutes long. Oh I know. God. We're not going to watch everything. I, I love I these think hydraulic press videos. They're so entertaining. Especially when you're crushing something and sending it back to hell. <laughs> like a Furby. Well, we got to get to the Furby here. Where's the Furby at? That's a watermelon. That's a Rubik's Cube. That oh, was, I saw that it. Go was back. a creepy toy right there. Rubik's Cubes. Only people that it. could solve those had like demonic yep. right powers. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a Furby <laughs> getting crushed. Here it goes. And. Oh. oh. Somehow that is just so satisfying watching something get pressed by a hydraulic press. It's just. It really is. It's just kind of fun. Wow. Yes. All the fluff everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we'll we'll put a link to that video as well in our description here. Well, and you know, another, another toy that I find kind of creepy too is, and I, I never, I never liked having these types of dolls, but ones, um, dolls that were like a little more realistic Mm -hmm. in that they would cry like actual like wet tears or um they would pee not not real urine but like i had a cabbage patch kid that did that and even like talk or you could like record your voice and they could like say stuff like i think any of those types of dolls were super creepy oh yeah yeah anytime that they try to make it as realistic as possible or more realistic it's just it just gets creepy There was, my neighbor had this doll and its face was like frozen in kind of this um, horrified, miserable look, like a, you know, and um, it just was like horrible. I don't know. I I always got freaked out by that, but like someone was just really bitter about kids when they made that toy. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because in the, I think it was 1965. Hasbro, I think it was. Maybe it was Kenner. I don't remember. No, Hasbro came out with a doll called Little Miss No Name. It was only available for a year, but the thing wore like burlap. And I don't know if it was like created to promote child neglect, neglect or homelessness or something. It had a tear on its cheek, which tells me it probably like killed someone in prison. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that? (laughs) But you look at this thing and it's got these eyes that are just like giant piercing into your soul and it's frowning. It's, oh my gosh. It is the thing of nightmares. Ah, What the... (laughs) You'll see it here in just a second. It'll show Little Miss No Name. There she, she's coming. <laughs> she has a name. That's her. That's Little Miss No Name right there. Some dolls never forget. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, this was a doll. This is obviously not the commercial for it. I hope not. <laughs> but um, this was a doll that was supposed to promote, um, like... It's not. It's not a commercial. This is a parody. We we will put this in the links as well uh, in the show description. Um, Terrible acting. Well, yeah. Oh, Oh, take one away. 
Little Miss No Name got Jake. Oh no! That's Jake, no. That's what happens when you do a show talking about haunted dolls. Oh my gosh! Did the doll get you, Jake? It's almost, yeah. So I accidentally, instead of hitting uh, stop sharing, I hit leave studio. So you know, <laughs> I went for what whatever was the big red X, and that was obviously the wrong choice in that particular yes. instance. Um, but yeah, Little Miss No Name was supposed to promote conscious like making people conscientious of those that are experiencing homelessness and things like that um and so it was this doll that they made extra skinny like you mentioned zoner she was wearing like a burlap sack for clothes like had a tear on her face um what a weird concept for a toy <laughs> just in general like that oh hey we want to i mean don't get me wrong i think we need to be aware of homelessness and individuals who are experiencing that, but like a toy that you could buy and pretend like you had this little homeless girl that you, like, it's just, it's interesting. She's no longer homeless. If you take her home, that's a good point. So could you buy like real homeless people probably don't wear burlap sacks. Exactly. Well, it was 1965. Okay. So. Okay. So back then everybody wore burlap sacks, so it that's, was fine. That's oh, what yeah. it was. Yeah, that that explains it. That explains it. Yeah. So Little Miss No Name was a thing. That is a weird thing. Yeah. That that is terrifying. You know, another thing, and everybody had one of these, is a Jack in the Box. And you know, nowadays Jack in the Boxes are they're not so terrifying. But you go back to when I was a kid, and even before, like. 60s and 70s and they had that creepy ass clown that would pop out and oh geez no wonder people are afraid of clowns right yeah, that's fair it's terrifying because this clown pops out and he's like <laughs> no that's not a good thing that's not a good thing well, and also John Wayne Gacy didn't help that either well yeah clowns in general have been tainted well, that's true him. Uh, yeah, Jack in the Box. I don't know that I was ever creeped out by him too much, but like those clown ones though were terrifying, man. Okay, well, I can tell you've got some stuff you're still working through, Zoner, and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, uh, oh man, I can't even eat a Jack in the Box because of it. No, I'm just joking. I can't. <laughs> I can't because there's not one close to my house. That makes me sad. <laughs> They definitely made them cuter, I think, because like my my parents have one um, at my house for um, for the grandkids, and they'll play with it sometimes, and a cute little monkey pops out. But no, like they used to make them a lot creepier. I think I think it just depends on what's popping out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. True, true. So yeah, I mean, like I'm just sending you this link here. This is the one that I'm talking about. And I don't know. It, it, 1976 by Mattel clown Jack in the Box. Ugh. Oh, that ain't right, man. That ain't All right. right. Let's see. We'll get it up on the screen so everyone can share in your horror. <laughs> share pee in therapy. <laughs> we, we are doing this. That's correct. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I do remember this particular Jack in the Box. Everyone had it because it was by Mattel. To me, this Jack in the Box always looked like, um, if you guys remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, 
Lady Elaine Fairchild, who had the museum. This is what she would look like in clown makeup, I feel like. See, Lady Elaine Fairchild creeped me out. In fact, all of the puppets creeped me out on Mr. Rogers. I just have a thing with puppets. I don't like them. I don't What about puppets? Nope. Which is so sad to me. I know. Can't can't stand them. Interesting. Yeah. this though, this was like at the tail end of the Jack in the Box being creepy and starting to not cause nightmares when they made it cuter. Yeah, because you look at some of the older ones. Oh my gosh, they're terrifying. Mm-hmm. I I can't even imagine having something like that in my bedroom. I mean, I don't. This one's from the eighteen oh. hundreds. Are you sending me another link? Oh my! I'm goodness. sending you another link. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. This is who I am. This is who I am. Can you imagine this thing in your bedroom as a child? It's 1870. You're laying in bed, and this thing is staring at you while you try and sleep. No wonder kids are afraid of going to bed. So, in all fairness, now that I've seen this, like, I feel like they could have found, like, a better spot to take this picture than like having him halfway out of the box like <laughs> that looks like he's coming out of the box to murder you like <laughs> like yeah. crawl out and <gasps> that's like yeah. hello there in like the creepiest possible way those that is terrifying boys, though are frightening yeah i came what across a couple people back then they were just scary people. They, well, they didn't know. They pro- it probably wasn't. Anyway, I don't know. When you're just trying to figure stuff out and you're trying to try new stuff, there's a doll that's out there that's uh, from the Victorian age where it's a swimming doll, and it looks terrifying, too. Oh, like, really? So you guys can look up some Victorian toys, but I didn't really focus on a lot of those because I felt like none of us grew up in that time. So none of us grew up with those toys. So, you know what I did grow up with? Tell me. And this isn't a scary toy, but it did scary things to people. Beanie Babies. My mom treated, it was like Pokemon for her. Like, gotta catch them all. Like, she would go to the (laughs) store and get Beanie Babies. And then she would come back. She would change her clothes, put on a hat, go get more Beanie Babies. Because they, like, had a limit to how many you could buy. Yeah. (laughs) Like... It, it got a little out of hand there for a while. And so, like, Beanie Babies are in no way sinister to me. But when I look at them, I'm just like, you're terrified. Of these kind I'm of things people. So, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the closest thing that we have to Beanie Babies today, as far as the craze, I think would be Funko Pops. Like, people are so into the Funko Pops. And I think it's kind of died down a little bit recently, but. Um, I think it's kind of that same level of it was hysteria, like hysteria with the Beanie Babies back in the 90s. Like it was and people bought them. They're like, this Beanie Baby's going to be worth so much money someday. And like now none of them are worth that much money because everyone bought one. Yes. Like it it just didn't end up being the big investment that people thought it was going to be Um, kind of like well, any like comics you bought in the 90s. Books, yeah. Baseball cards. I mean, yeah. When you're trying to anticipate, yeah. Okay, so here's the swimming Victorian doll that I was talking about. 
That'll that'll <laughs> put some nightmares. That reminds me of of the Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, that's what that is. Right end there. up backwards. And, it's oh not, and this doll didn't really swim like in the water. Like it wouldn't work in the water. It only worked on hard surfaces like dry ground. And so imagine that just crawling across the floor. Oh, good. Towards you, and it's going to eat you. Yeah. Off your toes with its tiny mouth. Zoller, you've got to stop sending me pictures. I. (laughs) Are we going to talk about that man horse? Yeah, let's 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 see what picture Zoller just sent me. No, I'm not even putting that one up. That one is awful. I sent a picture of Exorcist doll. And it looks oh. it looks basically like that swimming Victorian doll, so, except with Linda Blair's face on it. As we were <laughs> chatting about this before the show uh, in our Slack channel, if you guys don't use Slack, you should. They're not a sponsor, but if they'd like to be, we'd love it. All right. Um, but if you, as we were chatting about it, Zoner brought this up uh, and said, hey, this is a creepy toy. And then I researched it a little bit and found out it's not actually a toy. But what this guy has done is just incredible. Well, that's a Best Buy ad, so we're going to close that. But look at this. This is Tardy the Man Pony. And this is done by an artist um, it named Randy Regeer. And he's done a bunch of these toys these as art that look like they could have been from like the 50s or 60s. But were never actually toys and then he makes them like super kind of creepy so we've got because <laughs> it's you know why not we've got tardy the man pony here um we've got this an electrical train set uh where it's really just a guy sitting on a bench waiting for an electronic train <laughs> that's like the most depressing toy ever to get for christmas it's like sorry johnny you don't get a train but you get the station with the dude waiting and we've got i guess tardy the man pony in space oh of course you know why not this is one of my favorites this is john manshaft uh, the antarctica edition so he doesn't come with a snowsuit this is just him frozen and then you can put snow on him so he like froze to death in the snow <laughs> Manshaft. Okay. Yeah, well, How does this guy explain his hobby to his friends and his family. I oh, make dolls no. that oh, kind of look like they could be from the fifties, but they're yeah terrible. Yeah, they're so, like not terrible in quality, but terrible in concept. Yeah, but they're fabulous in concept. This <laughs> is like straight out of nineteen fifty-seven. We will put his link for his site in the description here for our video as well, as well as that article, which was from Gizmodo, uh, talking about some of the stuff that he's done. But I think that's, you know, just kind of fun and creepy. Yes. And obviously it's realistic enough. Like if you go to Reddit and you, or you Google Tardy the Man Pony, you've got people talking about this being a real toy, but it was never a real toy. He just made it uh, as, as kind of a concept, as an art piece. And uh, I wonder how genius. many people remember having a Tardy of the Man Pony as a child. So, like, we're talking about like the Nelson Mandela effect. Is that what we're yes. talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Or the or the uh, what is it? The Shazam effect. 
where there was supposedly yeah. a Sinbad movie called Shazam where he was a genie. Genie, it's not true. It's not out there. By the way, I'm drinking soda from Wendy's. Also not a sponsor, but if they'd like to, they could be. <laughs> My is attacking my feet right now. I'm so sorry. And I've had two bangs today. So, hey, bang energy drinks, hit us up. Yeah, also not a sponsor, but they could be if they'd like to be. Um, the purple guava pear is the greatest thing ever. Yes, that's my favorite flavor. All right, listen. I got to try that. Rainbow unicorn. Okay. Rainbow unicorn. <laughs> the pina colada one's pretty good. Yeah, I'll tell you which one is not good, and they should just stop making it is the birthday cake one. Yeah. I don't want a cold soda that tastes like birthday work. cake. I just yeah. don't. I'm not a big fan of that star spangled one either. That was okay. But, but yeah, bang. Colin's not a bit, or, Zoner's not a big fan of the star spangled banner. That's what I've just heard. So he hates the national anthem. <laughs> I do. Oh, I hate boy. Um, <laughs> so face bank. Face bank. What the crap? So let me see if I can find a video of FaceBank uh, because I hadn't really heard of this, but apparently this is a thing. And like the concept, okay, so I'll tell you the concept and you guys can kind of decide, you know, it the concept itself does not sound weird. It's like a, a bank that you put the money in and it will eat your coins. So it, it kind of sounds cute, actually. But... um then you get to see the actual face that's on the face bank and it may change the way you feel about it because it doesn't look cute at all. So this is it. This is the face on face bank. <laughs> and like, um, one, never ending story to me. <sighs> and then you watch and it's in different, you can get it in different colors. You put the coin in and then it eats the coin. Like in concept, it's not a bad concept, but that face is what's going to give you nightmares. Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know what to think about just the face on there. Again, not a bad concept, but like that's just way too. I don't. I don't, I don't know. like that it takes some of. Sometimes it takes more than one obnom to get the coin in. Like that that freaks me out. It's like no, can I just like. One little um, and then it's gone. Like I don't like that. I think I think my favorite. Chewing? I think my favorite part is that you described it as it takes more than one om nom. Like <laughs> that's now a thing that we're going to have to put out there. How many om noms does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop? <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> om nom, then it's gone. Just ask the owl. He'll tell you. How many omnoms do you think that hot dog is? Oh, there's probably maybe three omnoms there. I like it. This is now a new official measurement. It's a verb. I love it. It's I love it. A verb, a noun. You can you can omnom that sandwich or how many omnoms is it? Yeah, I like it. This is this is great. Yeah. So yeah. I think that what we've discovered as we've looked at some of these things is there are some really like creepy creepy things out there uh toy wise that weren't necessarily intended to be creepy but i'm sure we didn't cover all of them um we didn't show anything about tickle me elmo which is just creepy on a lot of levels um what about the elmo potty one really anything that goes potty yeah yeah so i yeah you just can't do anything 
that isn't weird if the if it involves the potty. And I like how we keep referring to it as potty. Listen, I, I've <laughs> you got to tell what parents. Yeah, I've got a four year old who just learned how to use it. What's that? Yeah. Well, that's what it is for kids. Yeah. Like, that's what. Yeah. That's how we. You know, because a lot of the times you get those dolls to teach them. I think that going potty, like in a potty, is okay. Like that's how you do it. Yeah, I think I realized um, that I was really full on parent. I think after we had potty trained our second child, my wife and I were out on a date, just the two of us. And I was like, oh, I've got to stop and go potty real quick. And realized that it just was weird to say to a grown uh, person (laughs) without a child present. And fortunately, it was just my wife who understood completely, but it was still weird. I refer to it as house training. House training? Yeah, housebreaking, you know. and. Yeah, my wife doesn't find that nearly as funny as I do. Yet our youngest will go outside to poop. So, oh no! <laughs> just saying. Is it because you have a lot of dogs? Like, are I they think, learning from the dogs? I don't know what she's doing. It's funny though because she'll eat dinner, and then she'll just get up and walk outside. Okay, <laughs> oh, we go poop. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, that's do we need to have some do we need to have some therapies on her? Do we oh, need to I talk need about to... anything? A therapist like look at my family and just walk away. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no. no, they wouldn't. A therapist no. would look at your family and be like, sweet. College is paid for for the kids. Let's get this started. That's probably true. Well, we want to hear from you guys what some of your favorite creepy toys are from your growing up and your memories. Um, You can send us that feedback to feedback at solandroids.com. Colin's not here to do it for me, so I had to read it off the bottom because there's no way I'm ever going to remember the name. Uh, You can also follow us. Uh, on social media we're in all the places but this is where you can find us stolen droids or at stolen droids everywhere and most importantly subscribe on youtube we want you to subscribe um follow us like us on youtube leave comments you can do all of that down below make sure you click on the bell so you get notifications every time that we go live or we post a new video uh and you know tell your friends to like us on youtube as well Listen, we want followers on YouTube, so just go follow us and tell everybody else to follow us. It's fine. You All right. feel validated. We yeah. Those subs. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what creepy toys we missed. We want to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later. As Honor says, be good to each other or be kind to each other. What is it? It's all good. Be good to each other. Be good to each other. All right, guys. We'll see you later. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.